0: Nope. Sure. Nope. Get it all out.
4: Always will be, as much as I can.
0: All right. Good. So, what is the most annoying thing that happens when it's time for a concert and the tickets go on sale? What is it? Is it that
1: same? Waiting for the concert to get here?
2: No. Oh, the anticipation of you're not going to get a ticket. Yeah. Sitting there like we did for Dead and Company sitting there like we did for dead and company i was where i remember sitting in the parking lot at like safeway just to make sure i could be sitting there right when the second hit to get a ticket
0: it's yeah when when they sell out in 10 seconds and you know that scalpers are the ones that got all the tickets that's pretty annoying man yeah. very and then to see them standing out in front of the show when you finally do get to go and they're out there ripping everybody off charging 300 bucks a ticket
4: and it's sad that like everyone's willing to pay like I, it, they wanna I want to get in i know like i want people to go see what they want but it, it's sad that these people have to pay like 300 dollars for a 60 ticket man it's not cool
0: well guess what oh no <laughs> What? cash of trade is disrupting the secondary ticket market they've been called the airbnb a tickets they help real fans avoid scalping like you and me no like you and me <laughs> and purchase tickets for face value. Together, we're the change this industry so badly needs. Go to trade.org forward slash Osiris and get 25% off a year of gold membership. The gold membership comes with the option of receiving push and text notifications each time a ticket's posted that you're looking for. So what I'm going to break it down. What that means, on Cash or Trade, it's like a bulletin board setup. And if you're looking for a ticket... It'll get posted on that bulletin board. When you have the gold membership, what that will do is give you a notification on your phone, so that you don't have to sit there and stare at the app all day waiting to see if your ticket posted. So
4: I can just be at work doing my thing. Yep. And then like
0: my phone will go ding, ding, and then boom, you're in the show. I gotta bro. buy a ticket. Yep. so you can also reply immediately without delay and gain the renew feature to bump your post to the top of the list increasing your post exposure when looking for hard to get tickets so go to cashortrade.org forward slash Osiris and add the coupon code Osiris that's O-S-I-R-I-S when you check out and you get 25% off the gold membership that's pretty sweet and it takes the tickets out of the hands of the dirty rotten scalpers and gets them back in the family's hands guys Scoundrels Scoundrels They scoundrels.
1: may not be dirty
0: Well they're still rotten <laughs> That's
1: the part.
4: You don't have to be dirty on the outside But they're still scoundrels They're dirty on the inside scoundrels
2: <laughs> Go to cashatrade.org sc- Forward slash Osiris <laughs>
0: I've never heard a cigarette make a fart noise in my life. You're not fucking smoking right then. <laughs> what do you mean? Nice. You're doing it wrong. <laughs>
2: watch, watch.
0: That's gross, dude. I wouldn't smoke those anymore if I were you.
2: It's disgusting. Okay. What's was, it taste like? Kind of like shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the coffee's for, though. Coffee. I mean, makes- that really
0: makes your breath sweet. Mm, delicious. <sighs> Apple breath. Smells like a tire after a thunderstorm. <laughs> Hot bus stop. <laughs> Melanie, what's going on over there, baby? What you doing? Shaking your head from left to right. There ain't even any I music she, on. I thought she had week. headphones on.
1: <laughs> I've had a long week, um, and my body's a little sore and I'm a little uh stoned, so I am stretching. You've been smoking <laughs> the devil's lettuce. She's been packaging the devil's lettuce, and see, it is kind. Of, I've been both packaging and smoking the devil's lettuce. So it's
0: it's safe to say that your day is filled with weed. <laughs> yep.
1: I guess. It, um, yeah, From I tip guess to it tail. <laughs> Well, I'm not a morning uh, stoner. Excuse sometimes me. Sometimes I am, and sometimes I'm not. Today,
2: <laughs> sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes today you don't.
1: Today. <laughs>
2: okay, maybe I was.
1: I don't know. Yep. Yeah, well, I'm just having a long week, so I'm sitting back. I was Wait, gonna let was you it guys. A, why uh, was it a long week? Um, I don't, there was just, I felt like every day was like Monday week. through Friday. that's what I felt (laughs) That that actually
0: is a week, Monday through Friday. No, every Every day. day.
1: Had the entire week in it. And um, my sister moved here and we're getting ready to move her tomorrow. So just I haven't been able to get enough of my Melanie time. That's all. (laughs) Oh, I'm not crying about it. I'm just happy it's Friday.
0: It's Friday.
1: Friday the 13th, I might add.
0: Yeah. And it's been actually a good day, except. Well, except nothing.
1: How was your week, baby? (laughs) It was cool. (laughs) It was a long week.
0: It was a
3: long week. Every day
0: was like Monday through Friday. (laughs) What do you mean? No. (laughs) So I'm 46. Is
1: that news? (laughs)
0: Yeah. And everybody keeps telling me, I keep hearing the phrase, you're of an age lately. You said it to me. My boss said it. You said it to me the other day.
1: I don't ever recall saying. it.
0: Yeah, my mom said it. His his mom said it last
2: week. Yeah, she was like, she said, "You're of the age that you need your own restroom. You're of, and (laughs) like sharing a restroom (laughs) with somebody else. She's like, when you get as you get older, you need your own restroom. You want your own.
1: I agree. Yeah, I agree with Joy for sure.
2: You
0: know, so yeah, I keep hearing that phrase, "You're of an age," and man. I went through all that.
1: I'm sorry t- I said that to you because I don't want you to think like that.
0: Well, th- the only reason that I even bring it up is you asked how my week was, so I'm being transparent with our audience who's out here listening. And I honestly thought my appendix was going to fall off this week. Fall off? Ex- like off? Like into <laughs> my out. into my foot? I've heard of them rupturing. No, stuff. I thought you it was going to fall, fall off and fall down my leg into my foot. Yeah.
1: What'd That'd you do be like about a medical it? miracle. I had nothing. I'm a
0: guy. I was like, it'll be fine. I went and ran and almost died. And then...
2: Me and Ryder been a saying, bunch. Me, and <laughs> yeah, me and Ryder said to him Every day of the week when he's wincing And trying not to look like it hurts okay.
1: And mind you, you don't try to not look like it hurts You literally, your face contorts And your breath and you Yeah, you look
2: constipated crazy.
1: Yes well, So you don't try well, to not
0: Just so everybody out there knows I'm not constipated <laughs> <laughs> And no, and I don't know what it was. I I made I actually made a doctor's appointment. I I'm proud of myself. And I got off work early and drove myself to the doctor's office and the doctor wasn't there. They forgot to call me. Oh, that's fun. And the doctor had an emergency and had to leave. So my appendix and I are now friends. And I'm going to just leave it at that and that's how my week was.
2: It was fine. All right. <laughs> well, well, congratulations on making the doctor's appointment. I mean, that shit's hard, dude. You got to either like go online and push a button Leave or, me alone, you gotta, man. or you got to dial a phone number. Look, and that yeah, I mean, that's ooh. Uh, they're, they're scary to me.
0: They they have like knives and lasers and probes. It's like an alien. I don't want to. I don't. Well, I guess I kind of do want to be abducted by aliens, but no, you don't. That'd be cool. How rad would that be? I mean, if they picked me up, they wouldn't. They would just be like, "Hey, what's up?" and we'd high five and go drive around. Shit. <laughs> return you, okay,
1: Apple. What what's going on with your week? How was your week?
2: My week was great. My week was great. Well, I think everybody listened though that we work in the cannabis industry, and me and Melanie switched places at our job this week. <laughs> Trading places. Yeah, she's in back packaging weed and all that all day long, weighing it, packaging it, and I got to be a bud tender and work out in front waiting on all the people, and it it was great week. My week went fast it, it was really you guys picked when, up the rest of it i guess because mine went fast five days out there i mean you are non-stop there's not a moment to you know it,
1: when it, i work um uh, when i'm bud tending during the week my week literally flies by i feel like i'm just going from one break to another and then clocking out but there's something more tedious about packaging and just um, you the, know, the positioning. I, I just thought and of something. I, before. Wait. <laughs>
0: wait. This this is relevant. Okay. this We're talking and people are listening like all over the world and the country. And a lot of people don't know what a bud tender is. Like Uh-oh. my dad didn't know what a bud tender was. Okay. and he's in vegas like well, Melody, what, what's you, a butt tender you're the, you're the professional uh,
1: tender is like a <laughs> bartender for cannabis so instead of serving up alcoholic beverages we serve up uh different strains of indica sativas hybrids vape pens um uh munchies edibles, like tinctures. edibles yeah tinctures yeah. So wait
0: you're a drug dealer
1: i'm a pharmacist
0: yep, yep or more we're,
5: well okay let me not take that away providers. from real
1: pharmacists out there this is my thing i've been prescribing things for a very long time my you know my pedigree is aesthetics for <laughs> the last 15 me years to shut up forever. sorry <laughs> i have no but i'm used to prescribing people things and so this kind of um, easily was a you know was a match for me and so it's really awesome to be able to help people figure out their medicine or their you know their relaxation aid or their weekend fun so um, that's what a butt tender is and does
0: yeah cool what writer sounds like a drug dealer it hey Cannabis is medical. Do you medic- call it, the it, checkout
1: lady at Albertson's a drug dealer? Yeah, if she's
4: giving me drugs. <laughs> is she she's giving me drugs. Am I buying drugs from her? I don't know, are you? How about Usually. the donut lady? The lady at the
1: grocery well, you
0: know, store? Lucille What's her name? Down at
4: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she's got some go- Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Anyhow. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever your pleasure. Um, this week is Alex Nola, Deadhead. The... Uh, designer slash dude slash artist slash teacher slash other stuff homie brother brother, john mayer fan slash deadhead yeah that was
2: interesting this is
0: yeah you guys this is the first person that i've met personally that came to the grateful dead by way of
1: um i don't fan. why that's so um, because uh, I because he's on the exact you.
0: opposite yeah. side of that. Yeah. your body is a wonderland, and then the Everybody Grateful Dead know. are two but, completely but, like, opposite. How
1: can spectrum. you not know that people that like John Mayer are going to follow him wherever
4: yeah, he goes? If, if well, if um, if Bobby right now started yeah, we to see complete, further. Started going to a completely different thing. You would be like, oh, let me okay. give this a try. Put and the, if it was put amazing, on the, put on the
0: brakes, guys. You're misunderstanding. God we just hadn't met one. I'm just saying I hadn't met one. That was <laughs> yeah. all. That was it. I understand
2: never, it. We met somebody. We knew I had that never met one. That was We know it. there's a lot of new John Mayer It like Mayer blew man. your mind it when did, you guys listened. You had, you guys had will no see. idea yeah, what you guys to do with that information. Yeah, you when you press... We
4: well, and you, should, you should have seen their
2: faces when we were of recording. Alex. because of Alex. We didn't know that about Alex. We knew some stuff about right. him that had not come Thank off. you,
0: Apple, for having my back in this situation. Because these are the situations right here with the bickering oh <laughs> you're wrong on <I'm> right <laughs> you're
1: run it on and keep going on okay. and on oh yeah man anyway you're either on the bus or you're not like, remember poked
0: that little pokey thing <laughs> okay. oh and, so, and so anyway, if you guys rewind two, back to the last so episode aaron says on. i'm
1: gonna say this and then that's the, so that the end of it so just think about um episode however whatever we're on right now
0: blurred blur okay episode
4: yeah. 77
1: yeah. it's
4: Niner. a thing yeah, we'll continue. We'll continue to bicker about bicker. I bicker
0: with you in love, family.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it's only sparring. Okay, it's, so it's
0: what is it? Verbal judo. Yeah, it's verbal judo. Hiya,
4: come on. bro. <laughs> do you
0: even live? I
1: think that um, we need to do the business now.
0: Okay, so follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. And that's where you can find out about what's coming up on the show On Wednesdays I usually post uh, What's coming on Sunday post And we try and keep it fun And interesting over there And yeah We do, we try And we achieve
1: What did Yoda say?
0: There is no try What did I say? I forgot what I said now
1: We We, put up fun stuff up there on Wednesdays We put
0: up fun stuff on Instagram And you guys should follow us At No Simple Road and what else guys help me out help me out my patreon stoned oh no i want i'll save that one for a minute
1: okay amazon Uh,
0: okay do we
4: still have the amazon link yeah so forum uh,
0: okay i got it i'm back on track i got the wheel i'm driving so justin had this wonderful idea to start a voicemail line a google voice line and it's been blowing up lately man and it's really cool to hear your guys' voices and on the flip side of that you can send texts and you can send other stuff through there and it's fucking hilarious man the other night the, the other night the the Google Translate tried to translate one of the voicemails and here, here's what it said Hey what's <laughs> up Listen Brew a family how you doing hanging out I don't know if but just wanted to give you a call Keep seeing your stuff on Instagram. And, yeah, I'm having a great time. <laughs> hope everybody on the porch in the flap of a family is doing well, too. I don't know. <laughs> I totally forgot what I was going to say. But it's a pleasure. Love the podcast. <laughs> hey, Nader, Always will be as much as I can. <laughs> and I hope you have a great night. All right. Peace.
4: Chandonator. Nader, guys. As much as I can. Read that one more time.
0: I got it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, uh, hey. Chando Nader always will be as much as I can. Always will be as much
4: as I <laughs> can. Cool. Everyone out there,
0: <laughs> and hope all y'all have a great as night. Much as you can. <laughs> all right, like peace. That. So now I'll play the actual voicemail, so you guys can hear what was actually said.
5: Hey, what's up, Nelson Perot family? How you doing? Um, hanging out, stone off my butt. Just wanted to give a call. Keep seeing yourself on Instagram. And, yeah, I'm having a great time. Hope everybody on the porch in the uh, Shlapaday family is doing well, too. Um, I don't know. I totally forgot what I was going to say. But it's a pleasure. Love the podcast. Um, Patreon donator. Always will be, as much as I can. And hope all y'all have a great night. All right, peace.
0: So as you can hear, Chan donator actually turns out to be Patreon donator.
4: Always be. I always will, will always be, be, as be as much as I can. Oh. Will be as so from
0: can now be. on, guys, we have a secret language between all of us. If if I start talking about Chan Donator with you guys, you know I'm talking about Patreon. <laughs> all you
4: Chan Donators, all you Chan Donators,
1: all you Chan <laughs> <laughs> That's Fucking. awesome. I appreciate that message. Thank you to all the Chan Donators out there. And
0: we and we actually had another one. Now this cat, I'm not sure about. Man, he's a little off. He's a little strange
4: are you buzz B. Okay. buzzerton <laughs>
0: buzz buzzerton is a little out of his mind i think he might be confused on a couple subjects one or two one or two i i'm not sure i i think he might have ate paint chips as a kid he probably did and got dropped on his head love Phoenix. you buzz so i don't know you guys tell me what you think
6: what is a city without its music
5: Hello, America. This is Buzz B. Buzzerton the 7th, here to fill your ear holes with the magic you've been hoping for. I'm here to make beef great again, from deep within the heart of Texas. America, I got beef. So America, I was online today and I keep seeing all these jam, band, reddit, time-wasting fanatics talking about Wookiees. For those of you unaware, and based on the podcast you subscribe to, it's probably none of you. However, for the uneducated, a wookie is what they call those Rasta, dreadlock, non-shaven, patchouli-smelling, white kid, hacky-sack-playing, terrible guitar-strumming while begging for a miracle at Fisher Dead Show, people. I have to say it, I got beef with people being called Wookiees. Why? The Wookiees are a main character in the Star Trek series. They're like eight feet tall. Their fur isn't matted. They take good care of themselves. Pride in their appearance, if you will. Clearly, Chewbacca has a nice brush somewhere and uses it often to make his locks look so good and fluffy. Number two, Wookiees, or one Wookiee in particular, help save the galaxy like 57 times. The first time, Chewie helped the guy from regarding Henry and Luke's Skytalker blow up the Dead Star. And he didn't even get a medal for finishing the marathon. What the fuck? Blade Runner did, though. So did that other guy. Anyone else feel an anti-Wookiee bias here? Then, he helped blow up the Dead Star again with Apollo Creed. Thankfully, no medals this time. Although, he did get to dance with all his little kids. By the way, why did he name them all Ewok? He must have known George Foreman. Then, like 30 years later, he helps the guy from The Fugitive, also known as Dr. Richard Kimball, blow up the mega-dead star. So in a state of reverence and thankfulness for our lives, what have we done to show our appreciation for the majestic Wookiee? We name a bunch of stinky, begging white people after him. That's just bullshit, America. And that's why I got beef. I mean, okay. Right on.
0: The dead star and Star Trek. whatever. (laughs) buzz man wow thank you for calling into the voicemail so yeah that's what happens with the voicemail guys so keep it coming I mean it's really nice to create this community together and hear your voices It's
1: good to hear your voices just like if you guys tune into the show and you um enjoy aaron's voice because i know a lot of people do and so do i it's
0: silky smooth
1: (laughs) but yeah it's good to hear your guys's voice because it makes it feel like family yeah
0: no simple road family so yeah that's the voicemail line and I am remiss at the moment, I don't have the number in front of me, and I'm not quite sure what it is, and I'm just being honest, so what you can do is go to www.nosimpleroad.com and click the family tab up in the menu up there, and that will bring you to where the voicemail number is, and you can also sign up for the newsletter there, and you can click the merch button there, and there's shirts and stickers. And we're going to be working on uh, getting some pins here pretty soon for our Patreon subscribers. Chan Donator. Dope pins. Dope pins. Um, Chan Donator. So, yeah. Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. And Melanie just busted out the newsletter or the
1: <laughs> the number. The number the... you guys can call is 971-808-1524.
0: That's nine seven one eight oh eight fifteen twenty four. Nine seven one eight oh eight fifteen twenty four. Call now.
2: I think that spells Chan Donator.
0: It spells Chan Donator. <laughs> yeah. So patreon.com forward slash no simple road. Um, that's where you can help keep this train rolling down the tracks, guys. That's how we support the show. That's how we get shirts made. That's how we pay for our mics and hosting. And you guys know all this stuff. Um, if you believe in what No Simple Road is doing, if you feel like you're part of this family, if we're making you feel good on a weekly basis, consider going on over there and donating a dollar a month or five or 10 or 20 or a million or a 100,000 or whatever you want. And we will if put it to good to use. If you donate
4: $600,000 a month, it'd be pretty cool. You could do that. We would definitely get you something real dope. I would.
0: I would probably go to their house.
4: Well, you would have to... We would have to meet them. Yeah. At least once. Mm-hmm. They would essentially
0: be employing us. So, that's the thought behind a patron. And that's where the word Patreon comes from.
4: Oh, I just got it. It just clicked right now. Right?
0: Check Should it I out. be eating while... Yeah, oh yeah. Fill your face <laughs> full of food while we work. Oh, yeah. Man, that's cool. Anyway... Yeah, a patron back in the day was a person that saw the value in an artist or a writer or a poet. I guess those are all artists, but they saw what they were doing and believed in it. And so they would pay for that person to have a house and something to eat. And supplies for what they needed to get out there So that their art or their thing could get out into the world And so that person wouldn't be distracted with the troubles of the day-to-day And trying to survive And they could create what they wanted to create without distraction So that's what I am creating here with No Simple Road And you guys and Patreon And that's how you can get involved So yeah, I mean, look Melanie thinks dollars are cute A dollar a month we put out four shows. Dollars are a month. Subjective, objectively cute. Yeah. That's, I mean, seriously, it's a quarter a show, man.
1: What's awesome, though, um, okay, about the they're not just the support, but the people who's already been supporting us, that's so freaking rad. We're able to pay for our hosting and we bought our shirts. And I know we've said this before, but like, you guys don't realize, like, that's like, you know, 300, 500, 20 bucks, 50 bucks. Like, so moving out here and being able to create a whole wonderful like podcast and a community and it's already kind of being paid for by people who are in the community is amazing
0: self-sustaining and i was thinking about this at work today when we
1: very first started no
0: simple road and i had recorded the first episode and i hadn't built the website yet and i hadn't put it up on libsyn to be hosted and i was looking at all the different platforms to do it on and looking at what they cost and i was like man i don't know how i'm going to swing this every month like it was a a concern for me you know like the day-to-day grind of stuff and bills and whatnot i was like man this is you know something that i don't know if i'm going to be able to do for a long time and you guys out there have made it so that we can continue to do this, and I just want to say thank you, man. Yeah, from thanks, guys. from like thank the you. bottom of my heart, this you guys have helped me figure out what I want to do when I grow up. Aww. And I appreciate you. Thank you guys for that. That's yeah. been
2: really great. And really grow up now.
0: I'm not going to grow up, but no, I but I know what I want up. to do. I'm, am I going to grow up? I don't know. I'm Are just going to get older. I'm not going to grow up. Toys R Us I, I, I Definitely
4: <laughs> no, not. actually not. Toys, toys R Us rest. is fucking going yeah, out toys of business, bro. Toys R Us gone. There's no more Toys R Us kids. What? Yep.
0: That makes me sad.
4: You should it be should. sad. It's a, really that's the ending of
2: an era. Jeffrey the
0: anyway, moving on. Patreon. Do you guys want
4: to talk about Game no, of Thrones? No,
0: Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road. That's where you can go. And we have a goal on Patreon now. And when we get to $500... We will do a live Q&A with you guys and Patreon subscriber only live Q&A, and we will create a new run of shirts for our Patreon subscribers. So that's... thing um so thanks you guys those of you that are already donating you fucking rock and thank you for helping keeping this thing going down the tracks so that's instagram and the amazon link at the bottom of the page at com. the shirts and stickers are still available and patreon and all that make sure you always will be as much as you can yeah chan donator
4: and just in general in life, make sure you always will be as much as you can.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Ryder, for that. That's deep. You look like you're about to cry. I was okay, you, was, guys. Was I nice just want to say,
2: Chan Donator. No,
0: that's not what I wanted <laughs> oh, to say. No, oh. summer tour is coming,
4: man. Oh
2: yeah, woop woop. yes it is.
0: It's it's like I still have to
4: get time off. I still have to schedule time off work. sounds like a you problem. It is a me problem. I was just sharing it (laughs) with the world. Nobody wants to know that. You know, someone out there. I'm freaking excited. I got excited.
0: This was a cool interview to hear somebody else's experience, especially somebody younger than us, like, and his journey on how he came into the scene and his viewpoints on it and the way he looks at it and all of it. It was really interesting to me. And, what a kind cool person too to boot man yeah i had a great I, this interview. was one of those interviews like when it when i hit stop on the record i was like oh man we could have kept going for another two three hours like no problem yep oh. alex is a good guy so yeah that's all the business stuff guys that was 21 minutes of us bullshitting and rambling and you're if welcome. you're fast forwarding, this is where you stop fast forwarding because yeah, I'm getting ready to get are they to the interview. No,
4: that you said that if they're fast forwarding
0: because you can hit the 15 second forward button and then you hear them go. And then I do it all the time with Joe Rogan. Mm. Anyway, I just
4: I just like I don't want to hear ads. Little ball thing.
0: Okay, I'm not being mean. I like Joe's show. He's fucking amazing. He anyway. Okay. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, okay. I give you Nola Deadhead. Also known as Alex.
2: What are you smoking, Apple? Great. What is this? Grateful. Grateful breath. Grateful oh
0: no, that Bread. one. Um, I don't remember what. The, oh, that's purple cotton. Oh, purple cotton. That's purple cotton from some unnamed dispensary in Las Vegas.
2: How's it taste? Tastes good. It's kind of tingly. Yeah, it tastes good. Yeah, a little tingly on the tongue. Tingly
0: on the tongue, the tip of the teeth, the mouth, and the lips. Mm, good exhale. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Feeling it, yeah, Mr. Feeling Krabs. It. That was good, Melanie. You here immediate with immediate effects? All right, you ready, baby?
6: Sometimes.
0: Are we gonna do this. So we're gonna we're gonna call Nola, better known as Nola Deadhead on Instagram. And he has a real name, but I'm not going to say it until he says it. And, yeah. So, hmm. I'm not sure how to do this because I have to talk and punch in numbers at the same time. And, unfortunately, my brain won't allow me to do those two things simultaneously. (laughs) So, if, so if somebody do? could can, just take, over, take for over, somebody drive do? for a minute. Someone, uh, Hold the wheel. Boop, boop. Oh, sh- if Rider, I'm not take, driving take and you're
4: not
2: driving, then who's steering the bus? I don't know. This is scary. This is scary. There's like no tracks or anything in order to go. That looks like a bump in the road. This is a really complicated road. Uh-oh. One, I hope, man, I hope you, you remember
4: these numbers. One could almost say
0: it's a, oh. not simple. It could be simple. I'm back. Here, oh, I'll take the that. wheel. Oh, oh, All right. Jeez. Oh, I'm exhausted. We haven't wow, even started. Hi, Darwin. I need to All take right. a nap. All right, here we go, guys. This is going to be loud. And... No.
2: no? that was rather quiet. Darwin, quit hitting the table.
0: No. Not happening.
2: Do you do the numbers Stop. right? Pause.
0: And we're back. We're back for real this time. We're gonna we're gonna try it because sometimes the fingers don't do what the brain tells the fingers to do. It's strange like that. Right. All right. Blade it's ringing. Things fingers. are happening. Shit's going down. We're gonna find out all about this cat.
1: Meow. All about.
0: Now meow. he's not gonna answer.
1: <laughs>
0: we'll have to Hello? again. Hey. hey what's up guys how you doing man
3: dude what's doing up? well you
0: hey how are you <laughs> all right so that's mel and obviously i'm aaron and then we got apple Oh, this there. is apple over here
3: and i'm Ryder. this How's is so crazy going, i, I listened to y'all's podcast and it's weird to like listen to the podcast and then now i'm talking to you guys that's kind of a weird moment
0: it's well, dude. Okay, so we're just like some podcasters that live in Portland. Like, put put yourself in my shoes, and then you're talking to Oteil.
3: Like, oh, dude, I listened. I actually listened to that. I went back and listened to it um, earlier this week, and dude, that was such a cool interview.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah, it was. It's surreal. And but you know what? I got out of that whole thing. Like, I mean, I got a lot out of that interview, obviously. But like, what I got out of that for myself. One of the main lessons was we're all just fucking people, man, and we're all trying to figure it out. So here we are. <laughs> yeah. That's,
3: oh man. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Yeah. So, how should we address you? Because I don't know if you want to give your name or. Oh no! Yeah, I'm what. totally
3: fine. Uh, you can. You guys can call me Alex. That's that's me. Uh, I, I, I I would feel weird going by a, a nickname like that, like in, in spoken word, you know. Right before okay. you to
2: say like your highness or something, yeah. You can call me yeah. your no, highness, oh, that's, fine. that's fine, too, yeah. sir.
3: <laughs>
0: the dude, El Duder. So yeah,
3: you guys can honestly call me anything. <laughs> all
0: right, Well I think we'll stick with Alex for simplicity's sake. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that might um, be easier for uh, for the lot of us.
0: Yeah. So Alex, man, uh, for everybody out there that's going to be listening to this, like the we got you on the show. Basically you and I started communicating through Instagram, right? Mm. And, um, you're a designer, right?
3: Uh, I, I don't know if I'd actually really call myself a designer. I, I never really looked at myself as like a, a, a graphic designer or, or anything like that. I don't I mean, I don't have any, uh, formal training, not that you'd really need it, but, um, I just kind of, think of it as i'm a dude who's got like an eye for it i just i i I believe in my eye and i i feel like i can look at things and see things that and i know if it's good or bad and uh, but i i I definitely i don't think i would consider myself a designer but it's very flattering that you would
0: well yeah i mean like how you said to us like it's weird to be talking to you guys like there's a perception of that happens when you meet online like you mm-hmm. it's a persona almost that that you meet not the person because it's mm-hmm. impossible to trend to like i don't know transmit personality in the digital world you can you can show like a face but mm-hmm. it's not the person do you, you get what i mean no so, i get exactly
3: what you mean because it, and it, yeah. even then you could you could try to communicate with someone and and you know nothing comes off uh you know on the internet or, or through text message or, or whatever it is that you know that would be coming off the different way maybe speaking so yeah I definitely uh, you know as much as we use social media kind of as a society it's it's such a great tool but it's definitely no substitute for just sitting down and, and chatting with somebody you know
0: yeah totally and that that's why we wanted
3: to talk to you
1: yeah we wanted to sit down and chat so thanks for joining us man
3: oh my gosh thanks you guys so much for having me I'm, I'm honored honestly
1: So, Alex, like, um, I was like... The other day, we we're doing a, about to do an interview, and I'm like, okay, so what do we know about so and so, whoever we're going to interview? And we couldn't find too much about you, so I want to know, like, from ground one, like, what's up with Alex? Like, what kind of cool parents do you got? Like, do you have love in your life? Um, you know, what, what kind of yeah. cool stuff? Well, I like to give them a lot to chew on so that they can like think about Go it where as you they talk. Want. <laughs> yeah, no, you that's, can start that's... anywhere you want, buddy.
3: Um, I guess kind of what what would have started my. Uh, Uh, kind of path towards where I am now um, is, uh, I mean, in third grade, I can remember um, driving home with my mom um, from summer camp listening to uh, John Mayer's Uh, Room for Square's album, it had just come out And so that kind of where I started I I came from the John Mayer side of things I've been a huge fan of his uh, Literally since the beginning Um, I picked up a guitar because of him I uh, honestly I discovered this whole world Of like um, Grateful Dead Of shirts and merchandise Bootlegs, that kind of thing Through Jeremy Dean, which came from John So like everything, like John's kind of the the center of my uh, Dead solar system in, in a way and um, I, uh, I I'd never really heard the dead before. And then, it, you know, it was announced that he was going to be joining the band. So I'm like, Oh, that's cool. So you know, I listened to some shows and stuff like that. And I and uh, I just I loved it. I just fell in love with it. And I, and I guess it kind of really um, uh, clicked, uh, you know, even right before then, uh, summer of 2013, he went on a tour and was playing, like, uh, Going Down the Road Feeling Bad and Althea and stuff like that at his shows. And I remember hearing that and being like, who is this? Like, where did this come from? Uh, Because I knew that's not John's music. So I kind of looked it up, and I had a a couple songs by the Dead that I liked. And uh, those were really cool jams. And then, in you know, later, 2015 and 16 and stuff like that, just uh, downloading shows and listening to them. It just kind of grew, and I guess it kind of really peaked out – Probably uh, that fall of 16 – did the tour fall of 16? Or maybe summer of 16. In 16, it really kind of came around for me. Yeah, we saw them here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think the the summer of 16 tour was cool, but then, man, uh, I I guess I really – um kind of fell in love and got obsessive um yeah right about the end of that year and then by the time summer of 17 came around I was just like it's all I listened to it's I, I I I never thought that there was something that I would love more than his than John's solo music but this the dead it's like I I I got into dead and company I would listen to those shows and that brings me back to like the old shows so now I'm trying to like kind of I'm kind of working backwards in a way and, and trying to find my way back through the, through the different eras and stuff like that. And it's just, uh, it's kind of been a whirlwind, honestly. And the, the dead's music is just literally, uh, unlike anything else. Uh, it's, um, it's really been a, a really, really positive thing for my life and it's really done a lot for me. So that, that's I so, guess that's kind of a, a long form answer of where, where no, it all that's, kind of came from. That's
0: beautiful, man. That's that's because
1: oh, that's cool, it gives us all that little information. Yeah, and it,
0: it it's it's funny like you say you're working backwards. It, it's it's strange for someone like me, like you're I, it coming I, from a John yeah, Mayer you're, you're coming from a, point of view. a a completely different frame. <laughs> Than, yeah. than I am and you know it's it's a trip to hear that like when, when you started talking just I looked over at Apple I was like wow we I became did, John did, Mayer fans through the day right I never even mm-hmm. thought about that I never thought that that was even like a thing that I, I don't know I just never even considered mm-hmm. that that was a way that people were being introduced to this music mm-hmm. and uh, you know you say like at the end of what you just answered, you were like, you know, it's just been really positive for my life and it's done a lot of amazing things. Like, what are some of the things that that have changed for you since you started getting into the music and, and digging deeper?
3: Um, I, You know, I really have a lot more, um, I guess, kind of positive outlook and not like I was ever like a negative person, but like it kind of puts you in a headspace that's just like a hundred percent, positivity um i mean until you get to like broke down palace at the end of a long set and then <laughs> and then you go down <laughs> a little bit and maybe you come back up but um no it's just it kind of it, it's it's uh, the strangest thing it just kind of it, listening you put on the music like i put it on the way to work or the way home if i had a long day it's just like it's almost you know the music kind of it gets to you in a way where it's almost like a like a friend it's almost like just someone who gave you a hug and it's just uh um, I don't know. And it, it's, it's led to like, um, I've always had a, a really good relationship with one of my friends, but, um, he's gotten into the dead too, a little bit before I did. And it's now led to like, we're now best friends. We talk about shows all the time. I'll go over to his house and we'll, you know, have a beer and, and get on YouTube and find an old show and watch it. And so it's kind of led to it, you know, some stronger friendships. And, um, I mean, and obviously the, the biggest glaring one of all is that it's led me to, um, be able to sit down and create things that I can then put out and other people can get and it like uh, you know it, there's nothing quite like the feeling of of when I'm packing up shirts I'm just looking at the shirt like someone's going to get this shirt and put it on and like either wear it to a show or you know w- remember a show that they went to maybe last fall and just like the, the, the idea of someone getting something positive out of what I'm getting that's positive it's like kind of like uh, the the wheel kind of going around in a way. And it's just, um, it's, it's a very uplifting feeling to know that, you know, something as simple as a, as a t-shirt with a stealing on it that I, that I made in my bedroom can get to someone and, and, and put a smile on their face. You know, it's, it's, it's really, really crazy to think about.
0: Yeah. I, it's, it's a trip for us too. Like I understand what you mean about that. When, when people buy, No Simple Road shirts and then like the one that stands out in my mind when you said that just now is one of our past guests um, Jeremy St. Rebel he he was wearing one of our shirts in an Instagram video. And I thought to myself like, holy shit, the journey that that thing is taken from (laughs) inside of Justin's mind and then like digitally transmitted to me and then, Mm -hmm. you know, sent to North Carolina to be printed and these people printed these shirts and then they got mailed to Portland and then, you know, all the whole thing. And now he's wearing it and it's out there for everybody to see. There's so much intention and, Thought that goes behind that, and you know, it's funny. You would think like it's just fuck a t-shirt with a design on it, man. <laughs> no, it's so much more than that.
3: It it really is, and it's uh, I, it's it's cool that you guys know that feeling. I have a, um uh, a guy that I've kind of chatted with here and there on Instagram. His name's steven and uh he's living right now, I believe, in Singapore. So I I um, he he bought like one of my first shirts. And I'm like, I don't even know how to send something to Singapore. <laughs> so I, I go down to the post office and I'm like, can I get like tracking on this? And the lady's like, we can barely track things that go around the corner. No, <laughs> I was like, all right, well, we're living on a prayer for this one. So uh, I send it a couple weeks later. It gets wow. there. It was really cool to have like, I posted a couple pictures of him, like literally in Singapore wearing this shirt. And then he went to um, playing in the sand. So like that shirt then made a trip to Mexico. And I'm just like, that's it's really cool the miles that have that shirts that made, and, and uh so yeah, no that that feeling of like that it started somewhere and then you know traveled a hundred or a thousand or two thousand miles. It's like it's really, really it's weird, it's but it's like really cool.
1: Materializing a thought and then it being shared all over the world.
3: Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, and I gotta imagine it's gotta it's gotta be similar to the feeling that like. Uh, that these guys like the like the dead and and John get whenever they're putting out music is like they made something that they might have written in a in a bedroom or you know in their backyard and then people all over the world are listening to it and getting you know enjoyment out of it so it's it's really cool.
0: Uh, you have something, Apple? What were we gonna say? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. I, go. I. You know, it's funny. Like you you had said a few minutes ago, like. I just I feel like I have an eye for it, and it's something that that I you know I can put stuff together. Like, has that always been your thing? Like, growing up, were you into doing that, or is that something that's come out of you listening to the music?
3: It uh, it kind of always has been, and I I uh, it, it really is was me being um, not really hard headed. I guess I don't really know what the term is. I, I like when I was growing up and when I was a kid. Um, I was, uh, really big into, and I still am into cars. So I would like sit down as a kid and like draw cars, like all the time. That was kind of my thing. And then, um, uh, it's, it's so, it's so funny. It's a really funny moment, um, that I had with my mom. Um, you know, you, when you grow up and you're, I guess my, um, age group we grew up with video games and she's you know your mom tells you oh you're never going to get anything out of these games you're wasting (laughs) time like go do something constructive but i have like kind of like a gotcha moment because uh one year there was this uh uh nascar game i like if you're Kids like me who grew up in the South, you like NASCAR. That's just kind of what we like. <laughs> but uh, <Right. laughs> there's just, uh, for whatever reason or other, we like things going fast in a circle. But uh, hey, it's
0: all
2: good.
3: Yeah. So we uh, so they put out this video game and had an accompanying software that you could get where you could download templates and and like go on your computer and design your own cars and upload them into the game so like i started doing that like crazy i would spend more time designing the cars and putting them in the game than i would actually playing the game itself so i always like to to mess with my mom i'm like i did get something out of that one video game yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah.
0: thank you to nascar and video games for, yeah like for the, you, yeah the
3: most <laughs> unlikely people that led me to like Designing Grateful Dead shirts.
0: <laughs> that's that's rad. So, I mean, we just talked to Daniel Donato a couple of weeks ago, and like mm-hmm. he was saying, one of the things that got him playing guitar was Guitar Hero. So, you know, yeah.
3: Hey, Mom, That was a really gotcha. cool interview too. He, I, I, I'd never. And that's one of the cool things about like uh, you know a program like a podcast like you guys is that. I'm hearing people almost every week That I've never come across And everything like that So I actually uh, It was cool listening to that interview A couple weeks ago And uh, Daniel seems like a really cool dude And his music is fantastic The dude's an an insane guitar player
0: Yeah, for real And you know, it's a trip for us too Because the same thing is happening for us That's happening for you And we're just sharing it Like Oh yeah Daniel isn't somebody that we followed a ton before that but now we do and mm-hmm. same with jeremy dean and and joe roberts and like i i could go on and on mm-hmm. it's it's been it's been this unfolding that's happened for us that that
2: we're bringing everybody along for the ride yeah our eyes are way more open now because now we're looking all the time at people that we want to have on yeah mm-hmm. that we wouldn't have thought of
3: before that's really I'm cool curious, that's, that's an angle i would have never thought of that you guys are also like discovering people along with the rest of us
0: yeah it's all it's all new it, a lot of it's new to us i mean of course there's there's the the standard you know like mm-hmm. like O'Teal and duncan trussell and ed and 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 those guys like everybody knows who they are
1: no everybody knows
0: that. well a lot of people know who they are mm-hmm. but when we find these gems like like daniel and and the others it's and you too like it's it's crazy and cool and like the connections that we make the grateful dead have this amazing this community has an amazing ability to bring people mm-hmm. together in a way that i haven't seen anywhere else outside of this thing it's 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 surreal
3: Oh, I totally, I totally, totally agree. Cause like, I mean, obviously without the dead music, I'm not sitting here talking to you, you know, finding people. And uh, it, it's like one of those things like, um, you know, social media was designed to like connect people and bring people together. But it's like gr- the Grateful Dead were almost like the original social media of like the, the shows weren't just a concert. You didn't just go there to hear music. You went there, it was like a social experience. And I, I, I think that that's like the coolest thing. It's like you mentioned uh, you didn't consider like, you know, uh, people, you know, coming in through John on that side will I think it's one of the coolest things about the fact that the dead have played you know in one iteration or another for the last 50 years is that there's 50 years worth of fans who all came in at a different entry point all have a different story and like you can you can walk the lot and meet you know 100 people and you're getting literally 100 unique different stories of how they fell in love with this music and how it like led them to meet friends or their uh, you know girlfriend or husband or, or anything like that it's like the, it's it really is almost like this big uh web that just brings so many people together i I, I, and that's why i honestly think there's nothing like it like going to my first show um about a month ago like i hear i'd heard shows like all the time and i'm like oh the music's like some of my favorite music and everything like that but then you you're sitting there at the show and it's like it, it, it blew my mind in a couple ways. And it's, it's, it was unlike anything I'd ever experienced. It was, but yeah, the, the, the dead are, are, are I mean, it's, it's just so cool how it brings so many people with different walks of life together. And, and I, it's like, like you guys always talk about, it's one big family. It literally is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, while you're talking just now, like you're talking about going through the law and, and seeing and meeting people that have, had all these different experiences and different entry points and everybody's from a different place and you know I've heard the dead described as like the quintessential Americana and Mm -hmm. that's what America as a country the idea of a country was supposed to be, was like people coming from all over, you know, give us your tired, your poor, your huddled masses or whatever mm-hmm. the thing is on the Statue of Liberty is what I think of. Like, that's kind of what the Grateful Dead did with the music is brought all these disparate groups and people oh, with yeah. all these different experiences together and created this country of, of fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and that, the experience of the first show like like you said it blew my mind in a couple ways i want to know what happened like were you tripping that night what where were you what was going on like i want to hear that story
3: i see yeah so that story oh my gosh that's uh i'm just sitting here thinking about it gave me uh chills and and i'm just and that's a good beginning uh, right there when you have yeah, to go, oh my gosh of, oh, oh my
2: gosh okay man <laughs>
3: i'm I'm speechless to begin with uh i guess it kind of um it kind of started uh friday night for me uh me and a buddy uh, my buddy uh ben who's uh my best friend and and we're big you know we like the dead and um he, we, we we hit the hit the French Quarter Friday night. Uh, we uh, met up with uh, you guys know Buzz. I know he's very active on oh, your yeah. uh, message boards. He's he's been very very supportive of me. So uh, we hung out Us too. And, uh, yeah yeah he's a really cool dude. Uh, yeah. But we we got together and um, we went to my my uh favorite bar in uh new orleans is lafitte's blacksmith shop i believe i'm correct in saying it's the oldest bar in north america i think it is Holy but shit. Um, yeah so it's really yeah re- a really really cool place it's uh no electricity um candlelight everything like that really really cool and i'm just sitting at the at the table with uh my friend and buzz and his friend and these like three or four dudes walk by and they look at me and they go are you Nola Deadhead? And I'm literally just sitting in the, I'm what? like, I'm like, this is, I'm like, yes, yes, this is so cool. I had like stickers with me. I'm like, here's stickers. And they were actually going, uh, they're going at some point to visit, visit uh, uh, Chi Chi. And they said that they would give my stickers to him to put on his van. So I'm like that, like the, of all the people to run into, that was really cool. So that the experience Friday night, you know, uh, I had at several different times. People would come up, Hey, are you that guy? I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's like really cool. But uh, Wait, can
1: you talk about how that made you feel? because i like you're just chilling hanging out doing your mm-hmm. thing and then unexpectedly somebody's like hey aren't you like <laughs> like what's the heat like <laughs> you know it's, like what does that feel like
3: the initial reaction is like uh, it's, you're so off guard of just like oh, what and then you're like yeah that is and it's like a, it's just the it's cool because like i put things out um digitally and everything goes on like instagram or or reddit or whatever it is i put things out digitally it's uh you know very impersonal and then for for you to be uh you know just i'm just sitting at my favorite bar and then some people come up and and recognize me i'm just like it it kind of personalizes the entire thing i guess from my perspective and i and i would imagine for theirs too to put you know a face with like a uh a digital persona but um, it, it, it's, so it's like off balance. And then it's very much like, you just feel, I've I just felt very appreciated. Cause I mean, everyone's just so Aww. nice and they're just like, yeah. you know, I love your stuff and this shirt was so cool and I love these. And it's just, it's, it's it, it, to be thanked for putting out things that I like, it, it, you guys know the exact feeling cause you do this podcast and you enjoy it. But like, I genuinely am my happiest when I'm like sitting down designing a shirt or putting something out or something like that. So to be thanked for doing something that, i love doing is just it's almost i mean it's really beyond words it's i mean mm-hmm. but i'm sure you guys know the exact feeling because you're y- y'all are getting to do the same thing
0: it, yeah we've had a couple moments like that once we've at dark a star and and yeah a couple people have said stuff to us and it, i know mm-hmm. exactly what you mean it kind of throws you off for a minute and then you you're like wow I, i'm i at least for me i was like i'm really grateful that i get to do this like
2: that people
3: are liking it <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's and, and uh, yeah then you just make me feel so fortunate
2: it, it was funny Humphreys mcgee we got all we got our shirts in with the hand logo and stuff mm-hmm. and all four of us wore them to Humphreys mcgee show and mm-hmm. it, that was funny aaron, aaron was like we either look really cool or like total nerds well <laughs> <laughs> we're
3: all wearing the was, same shirt i go cool, there, there's no people... there's no
0: gray area here this is either really cool or super lame
3: <laughs> that's that's really funny my uh uh my my girlfriend actually she's got obviously got a few of my shirts and anytime we're going to go out and hang out somewhere she's always like what shirt are you wearing <laughs> so she doesn't wear this <laughs> <same> one
0: <laughs> so so okay let's let's back up so you're at the bar and oh yeah you got noticed and then so let's go on from there
3: so i uh i of course went to the bathroom and slapped a a sticker up in the bathroom. So that's actually still there. Uh, I had a friend who sent me a picture of it today. So that was really cool. But, uh, I saw, we actually went to a, uh, dead cover show by the, uh, all stars at the joy theater on canal street. And, um, so I actually, I had a, um, a backpack full of shirts. I, I made, um, these, uh, shirts just to sell specifically at the show. um, And I had a backside, a big backpack full of shirts on. I go up to the security line. I'm like, Oh wow. I didn't even consider the fact that like I have to go through security. So I go up to security. I'm like, can I, bring this in it's just t-shirt she's like is there's it's like sh- there's no booze in there right i'm like no she's like all right. I'm like well that's normal i don't care you.
0: as long as there's no booze yeah <laughs> yeah
3: They're like oh, we're not even check it." but uh so i go in the show i put my backpack down we're, we're chilling at the show before the show and i got a couple other people hey i'm such and such from uh montana and like i'm this like i'm like this is so cool uh so i had a couple people that that recognized me there and that was really awesome you know getting, getting to shake some hands and 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 you know see some faces and then the Ico All-Stars put on a fantastic show. I, I really wasn't, I, I didn't really know what to expect because I'd never been to, I mean, I'd never been to a dead show, so I'd never been to a, like a dead cover show either. Um, so they put on an amazing show. They had a couple of special guests. It, that was a really, really good time. Um And then, uh, we walked out, I, I, I left like right as the last song was, was ending. So I was like, I told my friend, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to run out and like get in front of like the exit doors and just hold a shirt up and see. So I had people coming out, looking at the shirts and stuff like that. So that was cool. Um, I believe we ended up going that night, me and my friend until about four in the morning. So that was quite a, quite a late night for me on that Friday night. And then I, uh, you know, we, we got some sleep. I got up in the morning, got a late start, got grabbed a, a Bloody Mary and mm-hmm. uh and headed down to the lot i got i got to the lot probably around noon or so, and um it was you know kind of bumping a little bit but not too much and then by, you know, a couple hours later, it's just like people everywhere, and there's like people selling all kinds of stuff. It was really really cool to see all the like the different things that people were selling, and and um and you know there was people playing music, and so like the lock scene itself, like I had no idea what to expect, and that was really really cool because I mean, again, I'm getting recognized, I'm seeing like so many people wearing my shirts i must have seen like 20 or 25 people um mm-hmm. at the lot like literally wearing a shirt that i made so I, I would walk up to them hey i made that and talk to them that's and, and rad. get their name oh my gosh it was so cool it was so so cool i mean and it's like I, I i would just be like sitting there talking to someone and like it would just catch my eye and i would look over and be like oh my god that's one of my shirts so like every single time it's it's like a uh oh, no. it's like a dog like in a ups truck drives by i'm like "Ooh." like squirrel, yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, it ooh, was hey. <laughs> it was yeah it was so so cool but yeah so meeting all those people was a lot of fun
0: and that feeling in the lot man like even having never been to a show like you recognize at least i did in the lot before my first show like i felt like something was going to happen like i didn't know what it, it was it, thinking like in retrospect, like obviously this is hindsight talking right now, but like Mm -hmm. in thinking back, I'm walking through that lot and the smell of like weird food and patchouli and, (laughs) and really good weed and body odor (laughs) and like weird music and drums and people talking and a little village, everything just happening. And you could feel this like visceral, energy in the air this excitement that's happening and i just knew like oh shit something's going to happen
3: i know exactly what you mean it, it it literally is it's almost like a like an electricity in the air it's like a like almost like a buzz it's just like uh you know so many people who have the same goal in mind of just like having a good time at the show like to, it's something about like people who are just there for for purely positive reasons like being in the same space it, it almost is like a tangible uh thing in the air where you're just like this is so cool i you know I, it just made me i was already so ready i mean i had to wait you know whatever it was two months for the show because of uh john's appendix so i was already anticipating it but then like that just puts on another layer of like dude this night, like, this night is going to be like so so cool
0: so that, you finish you finish in the lot you know, it's, it's time for the show. And, and I don't know, you maybe stash your stuff or do whatever you're going to do. And you walk in there, like what, what's, what's going through your head as you're walking into that first thing, man.
3: The, um, well it was, it was cool. Cause I got to the venue and I had a, um, someone on Instagram who was like, I didn't catch you in the lot. Where are you? So I like literally have a shirt for somebody. I met somebody outside and, and gave him a shirt, like right before I walk in. So I walk into the show and, um, I was I we didn't get there super early, but I didn't know like how long it takes them to get out and stuff like that. So I'm like really really anxious. I'm like, do I'm talking to my friend? I'm like, do we have to get to our seats? We have to get to our seats. I can't miss the opener. If I miss the opener, like I don't know what I'm gonna do. So like I'm like literally sitting. We, we get to our seats and we're kind of sitting there for a minute. And I'm like, I really have to go to the bathroom, but I don't want to miss this opener. And He's like, you're probably fine. I'm like, all right, I'll run. So I run to the bathroom and I get back. I'm like, I'm still nervous. I'm still nervous. So they, uh, I'm just kind of sitting you, had there. Had you taking, taken anything? No, I, um, I've, uh, never really, it's, um, listening to you guys talk about, Uh, um, psychedelics and stuff is really cool. And I love hearing experiences, but it's just, it was just never my thing, I guess. Um,
0: yeah, right on, right on.
3: But, but, but I love hearing people's experiences and I I think, I honestly think you should be able to do whatever you want to do in that, in that area. But I just, I mean, I, to me, my favorite thing is just to have like a good beer, and just kind of simmer, almost.
0: You just got the thumbs up from Apple over there.
3: Oh, I, I, <laughs> I get that too. I like drinking.
1: I love that. I love that. It's pure and it's good. And and, and you
2: can get there too with with some <laughs> with a few beers. You don't overdo it. You get to that right level, like you said, where you just kind of float. You're just yeah, feeling good. Yeah. getting dancy.
0: <laughs> that, but that you're talking about being anxious. That's I. I know that feeling, man, that, that before show tension, excitement, anxiety feeling like, oh man, I, I love that. That's one of my, that's like almost as good as the show for me.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's almost like its own little hive. Just like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so cool. This is going to be, and you're just sitting there. This is going to be so cool. And you're just like the anticipation of it is just, uh, it's almost like its own little thing. And uh, I, I can remember like the lights go down And I just look at my friend I'm like oh shit I'm like, I'm like hold on Like uh, you know this is oh, about shit. to start And uh, so the, they come on And then they launch into Stranger And I'm just like yes <laughs> I'm just like this is perfect Because we're sitting there talking about Like what's going to be the opener What's the opener and we're like we kind of knew That we were going to play trucking that, you know, that was kind of an obvious one and, But I told my friend I'm Like there's no way they start with trucking It's way too obvious of an opener So it's going to be something else and uh and the stranger opener it just it like it was so cool because it's i mean i'm just bobbing back and forth where we're getting getting in the groove and it's just like this it's like a release of the tension the anticipation and now you're in the show and and it's just like oh it's like it's almost like a wave you have like waves going through your body of like this is like so cool this is so cool like i'm i'm actually here this like i'm actually doing this Um, and and the cool
0: cool thing about that is like Everybody else that's there is feeling that same exact thing.
2: So you get yes. that high off the crowd, and and too. every
0: you're, you're like getting lifted up higher and higher and higher by mm-hmm. everybody there.
3: Oh my gosh! And you can and you can honestly um, feel it. I mean, everyone who's ever gone to a show knows exactly, you know what I mean. And if you haven't gone to a show, you have to go because like you can. It's it's like a, it's almost like the lot, and it's almost even more because you have the music going too. But it's just this 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 tangible thing in the air of just like, it's almost like um, um, vaporized good vibes, and it's just like all over the place, and everyone's in this one thing together, and it's just really it's a really, really special, special thing
0: and then here's this band that's that's gonna take you for a ride mm-hmm. you know, like the bus came by and I got on, that's when it all began <laughs> and, and th- we're going for a ride, and those moments when it's one of the things like about the, have you ever listened to Broke Down podcast?
3: Uh, I haven't embarrassingly.
0: Okay. but I Okay. You should know it's fine. You, you should check him out. So like what he does is he'll take different songs from different live shows and he'll have like an era that he'll do or Bobby songs or he'll like themes. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I noticed from listening to, to that podcast and also i'd experienced it at the show but i had never been able to like frame it in my head was like those moments when the band is doing something amazing and that wave of cheers goes through the crowd yes you hear people start to hoot and holler and everybody's feeling it at the same time and it kind of moves through the crowd like a like a snake or a Mm -hmm. worm or something like those waves just come through and and Mm -hmm. wash over everybody. And you hear like the hooting and the hollering. It sounds like a madhouse, you know? Mm -hmm.
3: I always thought it was really cool. um, And something I kind of didn't realize until being at the show, but now that I, that I realized that I can hear it like on audio is that somehow or another, everyone like knows when to get loud, like at the same time. It's like you'll have like different ports in the songs where like it's just a collective like everyone is is cheering like at the exact moment. And it's like how how is everyone so synced up to where at the exact same moment everyone has the same reaction of like, yes, and now I have to cheer and be loud. And I just think that's really, really cool that everyone kind of gets on that same that same plane, that same level. And and everyone gets kind of synced up in a way
0: that's that's the group mind that's the
1: and it moves the
0: zeitgeist telepathy whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. like it's moving everybody so we're caught up in this what i don't even what what do you call that caught up in the music and Mm -hmm. going for that ride and then lyrically like it's it takes you i don't know i mean for me and i know the people that are sitting around me and i'm sure you too like they're kind of like narrating your mind Mm-hmm.
3: you know it, it, like i know exactly what you mean yeah
0: it's they they, they take you like uh, something specific can be happening around you and that's what they're singing about like how mm-hmm. is that even possible
3: <laughs> it's it, yeah it, it, there's i guess there's no way really to name it but i, I know exactly what you mean it's like it's just the right, the right thing at the right time. I, I don't know. It's it's part of what really makes the the music and the experience and everything so uh, so unique from like other bands and stuff.
0: Yeah, you know, you you had you and I were just talking about like before the show in the lot and that feeling of expectation and everybody feeling good and getting ready to go in. And I've been to a lot of concerts and not just Ed shows, and I think about like walking into pretty much any other kind of show than a dead type show and there's not that thing like people Mm -hmm. are just kind of going in and go to their seats and people are drinking beer and it's whatever and the band comes on everybody cheers and then they play their songs and it's over and it was a show Mm -hmm. but this is this is more visceral
3: oh exactly And, and um and i can i can attest to that um you know directly i like i told you guys i've been a john mayer fan for the majority of my life and i got lucky enough um last August he came to New Orleans and I sat fifth row like just a little bit right of center like the closest I've ever been to this guy that I've just that it's been such a big inspiration and a and a, and a, and a you know an idol for me and uh, I'm sitting literally fifth row from him and I'm like this is the greatest thing and then I go to a dead show and I'm I'm on the floor but I'm not close I'm in like floor C we're towards the back of the floor and it's just like the proximity to the band, almost doesn't really matter it's like like the pit is is one thing like the pit would be insane but like if you're just inside it's like it's it's almost like you know i was in the in the back of the floor and i was at the very front and center at the same time mm-hmm. it, it's really really yeah. crazy <laughs> it's
0: it's happening everywhere inside that place i saw a, a meme i think i might have posted it a while back and it said jesus could turn water into wine but jerry could turn a coliseum into a spaceship
3: yes i i saw that and i sent that to my friend i thought that was hilarious and, but it's so and accurate it's too. true
0: it's true i mean it's funny but it was it's true that that whatever is happening in there like I, I at the point in my life that i'm at now like i don't care where i'm at as long as i'm in the show mm-hmm. like it being down on the floor frankly for me it's a little exhausting at 46 years old you know i I, I need i want to sit down and and a lot of times we're high as shit at the show so i'm gonna need to sit down (laughs) at some point but like you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where you are just as long as you're there right and i I
3: and I didn't even realize that that was gonna be how it is because like the couple days go leading up to the show i'm I'm texting my friend and I'm like should we try to like should we try to get in the pits should we try to move up like the ticks are just so expensive by this point I'm like really can't afford to do that but then you get to the show and like walking out it's just like I didn't need to be in the pit or front row I could have been in the 300 section at the top and would have just had uh, just as good of a time
0: yeah and and so okay so they come out and they Bust out stranger, and Mm -hmm. you're like, Holy shit, we're going on a ride. And that's Mm -hmm. funny that you said that because that was the song that did me in, man. That I walked into that first show, them Mm -hmm. playing that, and I was done. But, and I had never, like, I, you have the benefit of having heard Live Dead before. I had never heard Live Dead before. So after, oh my gosh, after set break, when they went into drums and space, I didn't know what was happening.
3: that's amazing i can't even imagine because like it because drums in space is like its own thing and it's so crazy on its own but to not even know it was coming or that or what was going on i can't even oh my gosh i can't even imagine what that's like bro
0: it it was such a fucking trip like so the music like deconstructs right and it turns into communication of feeling right Mm -hmm. i know that now but at the time i was like what the fuck is happening right now? Like, uh, and and everybody's like, there's everybody kind of would sit down and you know hang out during drums and space, and, and then there would be like you know maybe a few hundred or more people standing up dancing, and here I am dancing through this stuff, and it's just like it, it seemed to me at the time like communication if aliens landed and were trying to speak to us,
3: yes yes totally. I, I, yeah that's you i couldn't have said it better i honestly couldn't have and but so when
0: they when they get into drums in space like were you like oh my god
3: well i i well i mean i i've like heard drums in space i so, like i have that benefit like you were saying so i i, I kind of knew what to expect but like it, it's pretty crazy um to think about because Uh, they they play probably you know 15 or 20 minutes worth of drums in space and i remember it starting and i remember like just kind of you're just i just kind of listening to it and kind of taking it all in and just experiencing it and kind of moving a little bit and then like they're and then they launch an estella blue like what seems like three minutes later and i'm just like right i'm like was how long was that was that five minutes or what was that 30 minutes was that an hour was it two (laughs) minutes i'm like you're just like in that mindset. It's just like it happens, and I'm just like this is really cool. But like I, I almost wanted more of it. I mean, and then I go back and read, you know, listen to the recording, and it's like 15 or 20 minutes, and I'm like, this was you know a minute and a half in person,
0: right? It's it's so weird. Like I, I remember, I don't, God, I think we were at Shoreline last year in the summer, Apple and I, and mm-hmm. they went into Drums and Space, they finished, and then there was this older lady sitting near us and it must have been her first show and and she looked at me and she goes do they do that every show and i was like what do you mean do what every show and she was like that electronic dance music thing and i was like drums and space yeah that's that's part of the show and she was like that's too much it's too much much. no it's just enough it's just enough and so you got a Stella blue coming out of drums and space
3: right 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 yeah i did and it was it was i mean i mean obviously going into you don't know like what to expect to, as far as you know what songs you're gonna get but it's just kind of one of those things and and i it's a recurring theme i've uh you know through listening to shows, it's just like they every little piece it's like so many different pieces that they have, and it's like they all fit together though it's uh kind of like the opposite of a puzzle where every piece has its place. It's like every single piece could be arranged and put a different spot, and just like you never know what piece you're gonna get that night and 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 the Stella the Stella blue coming out was uh of of drums in space was truly truly amazing it was a really really good moment just to kind of like you're getting towards the end of this end of the show and you just had drums in space and then Stella Blue comes out and it's just kind of like this this very calm and just like everything's cool everything's good kind of like, like a
0: lullaby it, almost yeah
3: it, it, it's like it almost it almost like a little makes you a little bit sleepy and a little bit like <sighs> a like in like you're hypnotized and then and then they come out of that and go into one more Saturday night and I'm just like jamming and like dancing at that point
0: yeah that they wake you the fuck back up and they they like lift you back up and set you down and and send you off
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it's like it, it literally is like it's like a um it's like you look at a, a like a heart monitor and it's like there's a spike that goes up a spike that goes down a spike that goes up and it's it's it, it, uh, the shows are almost like that it's like up and down and i think that's part of what makes the experience so cool is that it's so many ups and downs within the show that you, that you know it keeps you you're just comfortable enough but you're just off guard enough it's uh, kind of a weird medium
0: that sounds like the way we should all live our lives just comfortable enough but just off yes. guard enough yeah yes. yeah and that's how we should keep moving forward right <laughs>
3: Yes. I I'll think, and I think it. that's like the, the old, like, uh, you know, typical saying life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And it's just, kind of, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of true in a way. Like if, if you're comfortable enough, but you're just a little bit uncomfortable, I think that that's kind of like your happy medium of like, uh, uh, of just like the best way to experience life because you know you never get bored or um uh, but you don't get you know you don't get too much uh, uh, of one thing or too little of one thing it's like a look a balance to your life at that point
0: so if you had to pick one thing that's your favorite thing about the dead and this whole thing since you Came into it. What would it be like? Would it be like you know the community, or would it be what it's done for your art, or would it you know? And that's a tough question. I'm is, sitting here looking oh at him he's, as he's, he's asking that. Like, dude, like dude, I, I, could
2: pick, I could pick. I could pick. Okay, yeah. okay.
3: Uh, man, that's like what's uh you know my favorite child. Um,
2: oh, okay. All right. The grilled I, cheese it's sandwiches. All... <laughs> oh.
3: <laughs> it's also. I mean, you can't beat a good po' boy, but uh, man. Uh, gosh, the the community is so cool because people are just, uh, I mean, you read about deadheads and like you you read stories and you hear things, people talk about deadheads and you're just like, that sounds so cool that people are like that and then you experience it and it's like, wow people are really like this like this is really how deadheads are um the community is so cool the the show itself I I got I think honestly my favorite thing that I've done or experienced with the dead has got to be going to the show I I, I just because I think you're getting a little bit of everything you're getting community you're getting the music you're getting like uh you know shared memories with good friends um it's it's got to be the show itself it's there's really really nothing like it
0: yeah. There, there ain't nothing like a grateful dead concert, man. So <laughs> what, what, um, what do you got planned for the summer? Like, are you, are you doing tour? Are you, what's up?
3: Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, um, I'm going to do, I, I want to do as many shows as I can, uh, you know, with me being in Louisiana, they're kind of far from me. Um, so I think I'm going to do, uh, uh, Atlanta. Um, and I think Justin's actually going to be out there. We've discussed, I think we've kind of confirmed that we're going to share a tent on the lot in Atlanta. Uh, so that'll be really awesome. So if people want are looking for, you know, uh, Justin or me or whatever, then we'll, I get, we'll be able to be in a, in the same spot. So that'll be cool. Um, and then I'm definitely hundred percent. I could, the, the shows I could not miss this tour was Boulder. So I've got my Boulder tickets. Um, I got I still have to book those flights. So, um, but yeah, I'll definitely be Atlanta and Boulder. I'd love to do some more shows. I'll just have to kind of see what I can fit in on my schedule, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. Like when they announced the tour, and they were talking about you know they we see that they're going to do the gorge, and they're going to do Eugene, and then they're going to do Shoreline. Like I'm like, gosh, you know, mm-hmm. I would love to do it all, but reality is <laughs> financially, I don't know, man. Like, and mm-hmm. also got day jobs. Yeah, and then also right. on the flip side of that is like the gorge is four hours away from eugene like so we're gonna roll all night and do our thing up there and then drive to eugene and do it again and uh, i don't know i don't know man i think i'm just gonna go big for one show and and call it good but if you can get out here man i'd I'd love to hang out with you and you know we're gonna it's looking like we're gonna have a spot in the lot in Mm -hmm. in eugene so you know you're welcome to join us there as well
3: I would, I would absolutely love to. I actually looked at doing, I wanted to do the, if I, if I was going to make another trip, I want to get two shows out of it. So I looked at, um, I looked at the Eugene Gorge. I just don't know about like, I don't think I could do both. Cause I don't think I could fly up and then like have to rent a car and drive and all that stuff. But yeah, right. I, I would love to, and, and maybe, maybe I will, if I, if I can, if I can manage it, if I can fit in the schedule, if I can afford it, I would definitely hundred percent fly out there and visit with you guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've said this to a few people now, and I'll say it to you. I'll extend the invitation if you if you get out this way, you have a place to crash, man.
2: Yeah, we'll I put really you appreciate up it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, are you um, working on a bunch of new designs for the tour, or or what? Yeah. So
3: on the, the shirt side of stuff, I think I'm. I think everything that I'm going to release is um, is set in stone. I've I've uh, been working on them over the last few months. I had the the summer tour design. The actual like just for the whole tour. I had that one ready, like uh, probably in January, because I knew that they would make an announcement sometime. So I wanted to launch that same day. So I did that one, um, and then I have. Uh, 12 different shirts so it's a uh, it's gonna be so much stuff uh but i have i believe just about a shirt for every show or like um a grouping of shows so like i have uh one show that covers like the four california dates um and then i have like one for the two camden dates i have one that that does the the dates that are in indiana ohio so i've kind of grouped together some as i as i can and then i of course got uh, a really cool design for the Oregon show that's kind of based around uh, – I've always been a big fan of, like, the aesthetic of uh, the um, Oregon um, football team. So it's a bright green – Yeah, the Ducks. So it's a bright green shirt, and it's got uh, – you know all my shirts for summer tour are that same um, kind of paint splatter design with the, you know, black uh, steely over it. So it's kind of got uh, Oregon colors, you know, yellow and green and stuff like that. Um, so that one's really exciting. And I I mentioned to you guys, and I I, I can kind of share with your listeners. Um, I, I love what you guys do. You, you do a fantastic job of, of just like getting people's experiences and talking people and chatting with people and, and literally in, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, you can go from total stranger to like good friend with someone. It's, it's, it's a really good gift that you guys got. So I want to contribute um oh, so dude my, thank
0: you man that that means a lot to me thank you for thanks, saying that thanks dude, for man. real no, and I,
3: I i honestly mean it hundred percent it's it's like, listening to you guys show every week is really really cool um so i, I oh, i'll wow. be donating a portion of my um oregon shirt sales directly to you guys in the podcast that's just my small little thank holy you holy shit um, man of, fuck of what you, I,
0: that's what, fucking cool
3: That's just something I I thought about that when I was designing that Oregon shirt. I thought of you guys. I knew you'd be at the show. So like, yeah, anybody who who um, who supports me and and grabs one of those Oregon shirts, you'll be contributing directly back to to No Simple Road. So that's like uh, the least I can do. The least I can do. Oh, thank, do you, thank
2: you, brother. We will do your best to make it to Eugene. Yeah, That's man. So we can show you some Look, hospitality. Yeah, now here I have to in, come. Out in, there. In Portland. Yeah,
0: now you have to come. And I'll tell you what, like, before we moved to Portland, I, I'm not a football fan, nor am I a sports fan, but Apple is, right? And so, like, when we would tell people when we lived in Vegas that we were moving to Portland, they were like, oh, man, you, you know, the ducks, this, the ducks, that. And <laughs> okay, okay, whatever. And I remember somebody telling Apple, I think they told him, like, Hey man, if you're ever gonna like, if you're ever getting beef in a if bar, you're ever in
2: a bar, and somebody like starts talking shit, just go go
0: ducks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, and and you know what? After moving like up, here, the same it's probably, true. The same probably works down in, in New Orleans for go Saints. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Oh definitely. And then uh, especially, uh, um, I went to LSU, so up, up in Baton Rouge. So LSU football, <laughs> Saints football, it's like uh, it's like its own uh, culture. Yeah, but it's the exact same thing. It sounds like the, those. Uh, you, you guys up there in Oregon are about as crazy uh, about football as we are.
0: Yeah. And I'll tell you what, if if those shirts are anything to do with
2: duck colors, you're going to get sell out in seconds. That's,
3: I that's like definitely to the goal. You,
2: I like to see what you've done with a few of your designs and stuff. Cause like I am a sports fan, especially football. And I see a lot of artists doing that mm-hmm. of tying it, like tying in the the emblems and stuff from sports stuff with the dead mm-hmm. kind of, you know kind of like like dean's nuts is doing with the black yeah. flag there's a lot of crossover now and all the design work you guys are doing and stuff and it's really cool to see these new twists on things and flair bringing it like relevant to where we are now
3: yeah it's really cool it's almost like a way of um both uh like simultaneously expressing your your love of the dead and then your love of like your favorite uh you know like uh you know jeremy with black flag or like your favorite sports team or something like that it's kind of you get uh kind of the best of of both of those worlds so yeah i think it's really cool
0: and that's that's the only way that apple ever explained to me how like, I was like, what is the big deal about football? Who cares? <laughs> why are people so crazy about their team? And he was like, why do you wear grateful dead t-shirts? And I was like, Ooh. Oh, yeah, yes. okay. That makes love. sense. No matter
2: what it is, if you're passionate and love it, man, that's, awesome yeah
0: that's the only way that i ever understood it and i was like oh it's like and, and the there's they, the feeling feel of, about the of day. going
2: to a professional sports game there's nothing like the feeling of that either it's not the same as tv and then same with nascar have been to nascar it's not the same when you're there and you smell the smells of a football field a baseball mm-hmm. you know in the crowd it's that congregation thing again too that's awesome
3: oh yeah definitely wow. yeah. yeah i almost had like a mini a mini version of that um today uh with it being easter if if uh if you live in the south i guess particularly south louisiana and and the gulf coast for easter um that is like the biggest day of the year for crawfish so we had this massive crawfish bowl today um uh, a lot of friends and family and stuff like that. I was uh, playing the dead, and we we did like eighty pounds of crawfish. So it's like it, it's like kind Holy of it, people are as crazy about crawfish in Louisiana as people are about the dead or sports teams. It's it's almost like its own little following. It's 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 kind of crazy to, to to see how 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 much people love eating like these. Ugly little bugs that come out
2: of like bugs. <laughs> 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 That's what I, Aaron calls. I can't, them, man. Sea bugs.
0: Like I can't do it, man. oh bugs
3: and spiders. No. and oh, so gosh. weird. They, they are okay. So good though. I'll tell you, they are so good. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, you know what? More for you guys, man. I'm good. I'm straight. You... <laughs> so before we before we take off, I wanna I wanna find out something. So New Orleans has been coming up a lot for us lately. For some reason, really? I don't know why. But a lot of people that we've been meeting are from there and we've it's just come up in conversation a lot. And my life, like I, I love the occult and, and magic and and voodoo mm-hmm. and all that. Like, that's a real thing down there, right? Like, oh, that's 100%. A feeling that's that's a feeling in that city, isn't it?
3: oh definitely you it's um it's it maybe not quite as as strong of a feeling as like you know that feeling we we're talking about being on the lot or being at a show but like w- walking around the french quarter and looking at these old buildings and these old sites and stuff like that and i mean really most of the city um uh, i guess i just say french quarter because uh, that's kind of like the point of reference for a lot of people but um it, it really is a tangible thing and like uh uh, no, I mean, you, there's, there's some places, uh, if you take a wrong street, you will find your way into some voodoo shop and, uh, you know, you know, uh, God help you at that point. Cause, <laughs> cause you know, it's never really, know. but yeah, no, that's exactly, that's a, that's a real thing.
0: Wow, man. You know, it, it's a trip like coming from somewhere like Vegas and, and where it's new Vegas has only been around for a short while and mm-hmm. then places like new orleans and even portland to some extent there's a feeling in the city where Mm -hmm. you know that the city knows more than you no i know exactly what you mean you know what i'm saying and and to have that basis of magic and that that feeling in the air i got somewhere that i i I really want to visit i'm not a big drinker and like Mm -hmm. that's always been the thing that's turned me more off to come us. in there. Yeah. More for you guys. Just like you said you can about crawfish. crawfish and whatever you want to drink. <laughs> yeah. I'll be boring going to voodoo shops and <laughs> drinking water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it's, it's shit, I mean, man.
3: In, in a city that's, I mean, the city's turning 300 years old this year. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff under a lot of layers of dirt.
0: <laughs> yeah. And look, man, you, you're there. And so there's good shit that comes out of that place. I'm stoked, man. I, i I get excited for when you and 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 jeremy and and like wicked awesome and other oh guys like, are put stuff out like I get excited for that stuff and I'm excited to see what happens in summer and i'm i d I'm really honored and just uh, I don't even know what to say like thank you so much for that offer that you made man like you you blew my mind a little bit. I, I oh, a hundred percent.
3: Like I said, like, uh, it's, I just, I, the, the whole point of like what I do and what you guys do is like, um, yeah, I can, you know, I, I make a little money, I can pay towards some student loans and things like that. But like, it's, it's, it's a hundred percent about keeping this wheel going and just, you know, sharing things and just doing what you can to, to make other people happy. And it's so like typical and like, um, 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 I don't know what, the, what I'm looking for, but it's like, people say that, but it's, it really is one of those kind of deals where it's just, I, I'm, I'm happy to be along with the ride. And I feel almost like it's, it's my obligation to, to reach out and share and share with people and, and just, you know, try to help out kind of where i can i just i think i think it's a lot of it's a lot of fun it's very very uh it's very rewarding for sure
0: you know for all those people that give mayor a hard time and and talk (laughs) talk shit about like you know this iteration of the grateful dead like that right there what you just said is proof positive that it's the real thing that that is what's bringing that 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 is what's coming out of mm-hmm. him coming into the band is people like you coming into the family. It's all good, man.
3: Yeah, man, I really appreciate it. Amen. I sincerely do. I, I think that there's probably a lot of people um, who have had a similar experience with me with being brought in by Mayor, and I, I feel like there will continue to be people who who are deadheads. They just don't quite know it yet, and it'll it'll that 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 uh, that light will find them in the in the strangest of places when they look at it right.
0: Yep, and the music never stops, does it? No, it never does. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, we'll talk soon, man. I, I have a feeling you and and us are going to have some adventures together. So, you know, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yes,
2: I really he's coming appreciate to New it. Orleans in the next year or so. <laughs> yeah. For sure.
3: <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me. I really, 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 really appreciate it. It's uh, it's going to be uh, really cool when this gets out there and have people hear it, and stuff like that. I, I can't wait. It's going to be a a continuance of a of a very, very fun ride that I've been on. So I, I thank you guys so much for it.
0: Right on, man. It's a
3: pleasure, Alex. Thanks for listening. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. What does that mean? Osiris is a place where you can discover great music and culture podcasts. If you like this one, go ahead and check out OsirisPod.com and get in the loop. Osiris partners with RealX Magazine. Check out relix.com for music news.